Thank you for downloading the Inspire Me lecture podcast brought to you by the University of the West of England. In this podcast, we are joined by Rema McKenna, assistant producer for BBC Audio and radio presenter on Represent Radio. Hello and very, very warm welcome to you all. My name's Anne Harbin and I am the Associate Head of Department for Media, Production and Journalism. I have the pleasure today of introducing one of the most inspirational women that I know. So welcome to the UE Inspire Me lecture series. There will be a question and answer section at the end, but um, what can I say about this woman? Well, when she first came to me as a first year, she maybe wasn't the best student at the time, but I do remember in third year, she came and asked for help and said, I want to make sure I get the best grades I can. And she did. And then she went on to become named as one of the most influential people in Bristol under the age of 24 by Rife magazine in 2019. And one of the most inspiring journalists in the UK in 2020. She's really multifaceted, she's creative, she's a presenter, she's an award-winning journalist and artist. But you know what? I'll let her tell you more about herself. So I'm delighted to welcome Rema Mukenna for the UE Inspire Me lecture series. Welcome, Rema. Hello. Um, I just want to double check that everyone can hear me. Just nod. Can hear me. Perfect. Thank you so much for the introduction, Anne. Um, and none of that was a lie. I'm inspirational. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming to the lecture. Um, so yeah, the lecture is called Getting the Bag because this is what I want you guys to this is what I want you guys to all do by the end of this lecture series. Okay, so hopefully this works. Yeah, okay, so the main objectives um, of the lecture are going to be kind of me talking through who I am um, and how I kind of got to where I am now and where I want to be, um, what my career journey was, how you can get the bag, and then at the end, I'll be dropping some um, resources, so links and things like that, so you guys have something uh, tangible that you can take away from the lecture. Um, yeah, so today's message is going to be me kind of talking you through, like I said, my journey, um, basically from the beginning of university all the way to what I'm doing now. And I'm currently working as an assistant producer um, for the BBC. So I work in BBC Audio, making podcasts and news programmes. Um, and I'll be talking to you a little bit about eliminating self-doubt and any confusion that you might be feeling, because I think that's quite normal for people to feel once they've kind of graduated um, and I guess kind of feeling confused about what your next steps are going to be. So I'll talk you through what I've done, but then also how you can do that, but in your own way. Okay, here's a little bit about me. It was really hard to summarise this, but I'm going to I'm going to try. Um, so, yeah, so currently I'm working as an assistant producer for BBC Audio, um, but um, my journey in journalism kind of started before that. So whilst I was at uni, I did a lot of freelancing and things like that. Um, and then I went on to work um, for Bristol Live. So I was there for about a year and a half, two years. And I worked as a Facebook community reporter. Um, and basically that was a scheme between Facebook, uh, Reach PLC um, and um, NCTJ. So um, basically the scheme came about when Facebook realised that there was just a lack of, there was a lack of local reporters in lots of areas within the UK. And that's how they came up with the Facebook community reporter scheme. And for me, it was amazing because it meant that I was able to connect with communities that um, I, I guess I hadn't previously had the chance to speak to the media or tell their stories. Um, 
and kind of in the midst of working there and working here I've done a lot of freelancing on the side so I've been lucky enough uh, no, no let me not even say lucky because I worked to get it uh, so I've been, so I've worked with uh, Channel 4, uh, Boomtown Festival and a few other um, organisations um, and then more recently um, I've been kind of running my own radio show but I will go into that a bit later and then obviously you can ask questions as well. Um, okay so I would say kind of my journey within like journalism definitely started like it's weird because growing up I guess like I always knew I wanted to be creative but when I was a child I didn't know I wanted to be a journalist I just knew well one I knew that I love to talk so I was like I definitely want to do something along those lines and I want to do something where I get to tell people stories so when I was in primary school I got the chance to go to the Guardian um, I'm from London originally so I went to school in London I grew up there till I was 18 and um I got the chance to go to the Guardian and uh, did my own little article um, and yeah there it is you can see it there um, and I was probably about I don't know how old I would have been probably eight or nine um, so that was a very long time ago um, but you can see how kind of like my hunger for like journalism started from quite a young age and I always collected magazines like I had stacks and stacks and stacks of magazines I, I was constantly reading I could read a book in like a day um and that was just something that I kind of grew up with but again it, like growing up it's not I didn't know I wanted to be a journalist it was just I always knew that I loved reading about people's stories and things like that and then I guess as the years went on my hunger for it kind of grew so um I then went on to do lots of little bits here and there and then um, after my A-levels, I so I just turned 18, um, I moved to Bristol and um, it's so funny because before I moved to Bristol, I had never visited, like I just one day decided that I wanted to come here. So um, yeah, my parents were like, yeah, it's fine, like we'll drive you down. So my parents drove me down and I've like, I've been here for like six years now and I love it. And um, yeah, so I originally, Funnily enough, when I actually moved to Bristol, well, just before I moved to Bristol, I'd originally signed up to do drama and theatre studies um, because I loved, um, well, I loved being creative and things like that. And I loved doing drama and all that. And then my mind kind of changed when I realised that I was like, actually, like, I don't know, when I started doing um, A-level drama, um, I, I smashed it. Like I did well, but I was kind of just... I don't know I just I wasn't really feeling it anymore I was like I want to do something else so I knew it was something creative but I I I didn't say journalism I was just like I want to I want to be on the radio I want to write and I want to work in TV and at the time I was I would have been like what 17 and at the time I didn't really I didn't really realize that like I didn't really realize that you could like study journalism I just didn't really think about it um and then I think I literally googled something like I think I literally googled just like magazine studies or something like that and then it came up with journalism and I was like oh my god okay so I started having a look and it said that UE at the time um, was one of the best places to study in the country and like the employability rate was like 80 or 90 percent it was mad so I was like okay yeah, I'm gonna apply here and I looked at the course and the course looked really good and I'd originally applied to do media and journalism which I went on to do but I only did it for about two months and um my mind changed again so I was like okay I was like okay so I like this course but I really really liked I really really liked the technical side so I loved the journalism bit 
but when I was doing media and journalism I didn't I wanted I, I was enjoying the journalism bit more and I didn't feel like I was getting to do enough of that so I then went to Myra Evans and was like um I want to join your course so she gave me a tour of the the studio and like this sounds so cringy but like I, as soon as I went in there I, I just knew like I don't know it's something within me was like I need to be here like this is what I want to do like I knew it straight away and the when I'd applied for the two other courses I didn't have that same feeling but when I went into the studio that day I just I don't know I, it just felt like my home like I was like I need to be here and I remember her turning around to me and was being and was like you know lots of people go into journalism thinking that they can just slack off you know they think it's just an easy course like you won't be able to do that and if you're not techie, you shouldn't do it kind of thing. Not trying to put me off or anything, but like just kind of saying that, you know, like she, I think she just wanted to be careful that I wasn't just kind of drifting. So I was like, no, 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 this is absolutely what I want to do. And I rewrote my personal statement in. Um, <clears throat> it's weird because I obviously can't see you guys, but um, I'm going to try and describe it. There's like a little section at Bauer when you first go in where the bus stops and there's like a little waiting area. And I rewrote my personal statement like sat there. And so, um, yeah, rewritten personal statement, submitted it, and then shortly after found out that I got into the course. And then that's where I feel like I proper started to find my feet. So basically, as part of the course, um, you also have um, news days. Um, and um, this was where um, they gave me the chance to uh, present one of the news days. We were doing it in the style of news round, which they do on CBBC. Um, and um, also, can we please talk about my eyeliner? Like, it is disastrous. Why did no one tell me that? It did not look good. My hair looks good though. But anyway, so yeah, my eyeliner does not look good. And um, this was many, many years ago. Um, but I'm going to play, <laughs> I'm going to play like, I'm literally just going to play like 30 seconds, just so you guys can kind of get a taste of what it was like on the day. And yeah, it was just so much fun. Um, and yeah, let's hope this, this plays okay. You're live with News Run on CBBC this Tuesday. Hi, I'm Rema, and on the way this afternoon, who's your favourite character? We talked to some of you about World Book Day. <laughs> and following Team GP's success at the Winter Olympics, we see how you get on the ice and the slopes. You might have heard teachers at school talking about going green and getting you to walk to school. Bristol City Council has spent over £2 million to save more energy and help the environment. Elliot Francis has more info. Bristol City Council is... OK, we're going to stop it there because my eyeliner? No. I'm, I know, Anne, that you're muted, but why did you not tell me? <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was so much fun. And that's kind of just like a snippet of some of the stuff that we got to do um and yeah I love that so that was just just so you guys can kind of see what the I guess what the course is like and some of the stuff that you would get to do if you if you go on to study it um so basically I'm going to fast forward a little bit because obviously there were things that happened in between as well like did little jobs here and there um and then I kind of went I went into working in the legal sector for like six months and then but basically the whole time I was there I just knew that I wanted to be a journalist like I was still doing freelance bits here and there and like I just knew that that that's what I wanted to do so um I basically was applying for jobs and I wasn't really hearing back and then 
randomly I heard back from like four jobs in one month it was insane and then basically I ended up getting a job at Bristol Post which I obviously mentioned at the beginning so I'm just going to quickly talk you guys through some of the stuff that I got to do whilst I was at the job I've obviously picked the juiciest bits because you know I'm trying to make myself look good here um so basically this um was basically I got the chance it was amazing I got to take a friend and we traveled to um Italy for eight days and um, I wrote a feature like a review for West Country Life mag and for uh, Bristol Live and Bristol Post so here's just some pictures from the trip um, and obviously you won't be able to um, see that text but if you google it if you google it then you'll be able to find it um so yeah that was um that was amazing and like that I just wanted to show you guys this just to show you that journalism does come in different forms that like you can work in local news you can work in tv you can work in travel and for me in that job I kind of got to do a bit of everything so yeah that was I'm very thankful that I got to do that um let's see is it oh there we go okay yep yeah, so that was one of my first front pages that I got at Bristol Post I was obviously very gassed um so yeah this was basically celebrating the saint paul's uprising slash rights whatever you decide to call it um and it was um 40 years on so um i basically found six case studies interviewed them all did videos for each one which went online and it was like a 12 page spread of all the stories and for me that was amazing because um i don't know it was just uh, yeah it was just it was just amazing to be able to hear these people's stories and to really just give them a platform to be able to talk about talk about their problems or their issues or their experiences um so yeah um okay sorry it is a little slow oh there we go okay so this was again bristol live um so i'm sure you guys all know about um colson statue um being dragged <laughs> I shouldn't laugh being dragged last year um and um yeah basically obviously his statue was um then shortly replaced for 24 hours by a statue of a woman called Jen Reed um and I got the chance to interview her which was incredible and um the way I got that op opportunity was because it was just it's because I knew someone who knew her and then I just built a relationship with her and she's incredible. Like I've worked with her again since I've been at the BBC. So I think that just goes to show the importance of kind of like um, keeping in contact with people and nurturing, um, nurturing people that you work with. Um, so, yeah. Um, and then basically after Bristol Live, I then went on to work. Um, so I'm obviously now at the BBC. I've been there for nearly a year now and I work as an assistant producer. So I make podcasts and programs. Um, and yeah, so we make programs for BBC Sounds, um, Spotify and iTunes. And that is me in the corner um, at news radio station where I did um, a guest show. I was DJing and doing a little bit of talking um, a few, well, probably about a month ago now. Um, and then these are some of the things that I've worked on since I've been, been at the BBC. And the most incredible thing is that I've really, I really have gotten the chance to work on everything. And I honestly have my managers to thank for that because they're just the best. And like, they will put me onto uh, productions that they know that I'll work well on or I'll learn from. So that one, um, so the bees one was with Rob Beckett, the comedian who 
most of you probably know. Um, and he hosted the last podcast that I worked on um, called Bees in a Pod. And it was all about bees and um, the fact that they're in danger and what we can do to help them. The one at the bottom is Soul Music. Um, also worked on um, Evil Genius by Russell Kane, the comedian again, and then um, Descendants. Sorry if it feels like I'm talking really fast. I just want to um, allow for questions as well if people want to ask questions at the end. Okay, so, um, and then more recently, I've then gone on to do more radio work. So um, July 15th was my first, um, uh, my own first radio show that, that um, launched at Represent Radio in London. And um, yeah, it was so much fun. I remember being quite nervous because well, because I was live on air and like that was the first time I'd kind of done that um, on my own properly, like everyone was listening. But yeah, so that was an amazing experience. I'm still doing that. So that's every other Thursday. So yeah, tune in if you want to. Um, and yeah, I play music and talk for two hours. Um, and yeah, so then um, the one of me on the bottom is news radio station um, in Bristol. And if you guys don't know about them, then you should definitely get to know about them because they're uh, incredible and they help uh, local DJs and people who want to get into radio. So I did a guest show there, like I said, a few weeks back. And then I've got another one coming up on the 23rd of August. I'm hoping to have a special guest if I can get them. We'll see what happens. Um, and then I'll be playing like grime, garage um, that kind of music. Um, so I'll be DJing uh, that day. So my slot on this, I'm proper plugging this show. Oh my God. My show, <laughs> October 23rd, uh, four till five. Um, so yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, this is a bit more about how I kind of got. especially like it's so easy to compare yourselves because we've all got Instagram we've all got Twitter Snapchat blah, blah. I mean I don't use Snapchat but you know some people use Snapchat um and you're constantly seeing what other people are doing so I think it's really easy to compare yourself and like be like oh my god like she's doing that I want to do this I want to by them but I think it's also important to like If you try and copy the way someone else is doing it, it's probably not going to work. You need to find your own. This is so basic, but like. Um, because hopefully, um, Remy, your connection is dropping out.
Sorry, everybody. Rema, can you just um, can I just check that I can hear you? Sorry. Can you speak for me? Rema? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think what you're back. Are you trying to carry on? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. That's fine. Is it is it okay now? Yep. Okay, it might just be a bit, bit delay. Is it no? No. It's a bit patchy. Um Maybe try turning your camera off. Can you, can you hear me? Yeah, I think so. No. Is that better? Yes. Rama, can you try turning your camera off and keeping it off? And then if you try speaking for me again, apologies about this, everybody. Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yes. So. Can you continue with your presentation? Yay. Is that okay? Can you try again? Do you want me to leave and come back? Uh, yes, please. Apologies, everybody. We will get this back online as soon as we can.
Is that any better? Yes, that's better, Emma. Do you want to carry on? Apologies, yes, everybody. I'm not. It's weird because I could hear you. I could hear you properly, but don't know why. Um, okay, so yeah, so basically, I was saying that um, for me, um, one of the most important things is reading and kind of like expanding your brain. And I found that that's really helped in my career. Um, so yeah, like I said, I'm not going to go through every single one, but um, I've just kind of given you some ideas here. Hopefully, the lecture slides will be shared with you, so you'll be able to to look back on it. Um, I've just requested Control Becker for the. Uh, for the slides. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, so the next tip I would say is utilizing LinkedIn. Um, and I think it's important to connect with people who inspire you and um, people you'd like to work with. So I've kind of given a prompt there, like something that you could say, because I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'd really like to work with this person. or I'd really like to contact this person. But um, they kind of struggle on and what what they're going to basically what they'll email them or what what they'll say when they contact them. So I've just kind of given a prompt there. Um, and to just be like transparent about what you're looking for from the person. And I think it's really important also um, to kind of, I guess, highlight some projects that you like that they've worked on. So it doesn't sound like a blanket email that you've kind of sent to everyone. So be like, you know, I really liked this and this that you worked on. I've obviously just put XXX because that's where you put the example. Um, and say, you know, I really like this and this that you worked on. Like, could you kind of give me more information about that? Um, rather than just saying like, I like what you do, like, can you tell me more about it? Um, so yeah, I think it's just important about really communicating that and being transparent about, about what you want. Um, the third tip I would say is getting a mentor. Um, I've had three mentors um, in like, whilst I've been working in this kind of industry and I haven't paid for one. Like, so I've been able to get them through organizations who provide mentors for young people. And I think getting a mentor is actually, no, I don't think I know. Getting a mentor was the best thing I ever did and um, just really helped me um, in just every way. So I've just put some things here. So heightened productivity, new perspectives, because they're, they're just kind of, you're able to kind of bounce ideas off someone who is, I guess, external. And I think that that's like invaluable. Um, career advancement. So I've had um, mentors who have helped me with um, like job applications and my CV and things like that. Um, improved communication and building new networks. So my mentors have been amazing because they've been able to kind of hook me up with with new people or um, I don't know, take me to events or things like that so that I can meet new people and expand my network. Um, and then the next one um, I put down is um, signing up to newsletters, which actually sounds so boring. But again, I would say this is like my little sister's just finished, um, just finished uni and she's been looking for jobs. And I literally texted her yesterday and I was like, do you, are you signed up to newsletters? She's like, I didn't even know you could do that. But for me, like signing up to newsletters is like the best thing I ever did, because it means that when you're looking for jobs, you're not you're not, it doesn't feel like you're looking for jobs because you'll wake up in the morning and you've got like six emails with jobs in and you can just easily sign up or apply, send your CV or cover letter or whatever. 
rather than googling jobs in journalism um, which obviously yes you can do but I find that this is a way better way of like it's just a better way of doing it so I've just given so where you can see all these little logos these are just places that um where I'm, where I'm kind of signed up to these are just a couple I'm signed up to a few more but these are just some of the best that are that well, in my opinion um in terms of like creative jobs um that I think that you should all get signed up to um and it's not just for jobs they send you things for like events and things like that as well um yeah get as much work experience as possible and say yes to opportunities at the beginning of your career um nearly all of the best experiences i've had have been because i've taken a risk um which i know can be scary but i feel like i know this is so cliche but it's like you actually you only regret the things you don't do like if i had said no to certain things i know i'd be kicking myself like even if it flops at least you tried rather than sitting there thinking oh you know i wish i had done it because i feel like i would rather I would say I'd rather take a risk and fail than sit there and regret what I, ha what I haven't done. Um, so I think it's always good to say yes. Obviously, if something doesn't sit with your morals and your ethics, don't say yes. Um, but if you see an opportunity and you feel like it's fitting to what you want to do, then definitely like then go for it. Um, and even if you do fail, it's not that deep. The, the ceiling's not going to fall down like it's fine. Um, and yeah, I just think I think taking risks is one of the best things that you can do, not just for your career, but just just your life in general. Um, and I think it's really, really important to remember that there isn't there. Like I mentioned this at the beginning, but there isn't a one way ticket into like the creative industry, because I think for me, before I had entered the creative industry, I thought, oh, my God, like how do people get in? Like, is that like a secret like code or something like But it's it's not like that and also like it's hard to explain but I just feel like you have to pave your own way like and you're not gonna this sounds so harsh but you're not gonna get there by just sitting on your phone and like scrolling through insta and looking at what other people are doing you need to then go and do it um it's not gonna fall into your lap like when you see people who when you see people you aspire to be like or that you're like oh my god you know I want to do what they're doing kind of thing you don't see what happens behind the scenes these people work so hard um and i think that yeah i think it's important to remember like why you're doing it like your why is so important if you want to do it to be famous i mean that's up to you but like <laughs> i think it's just really important to to remember to remember why you want to do what you want to do um um but yeah bulking up your contact book that's probably one of the best pieces of advice i can give as well like from i think this is yeah i mean this is something that you get taught on the journalism course anyway but when i was studying for my nctj i literally like when i because as part of my um job at bristol post i was also studying um to be a fully qualified journalist i was studying um with the national council of training for journalists so um i was doing exams and coursework and everything um, and yes, it was as taxing as it sounds. I was exhausted by the end, but I got there and I've got the certificate. Um, and yeah, like I was, I had like a Google Doc where I would just, like every time I'd make contact with someone, I would write down their name, I'd write down their occupation, all the details I had about them, you know, whether we'd contact each other on Facebook, put a li little link to their account, I'll put um, their email, their number, so that if like 
I ever wanted to contact them again, I could just quickly go onto that Google Doc search and their name would come up. So I think it's so important to just um, wherever, and you know, you don't have to do that. I just like doing it on Google Docs because that's just the way my brain works. But if for you, you prefer to have a diary, then obviously do that. Um, but I think it's just important to keep a record of um, people you've met because you never know who you're going to work with in the future. Um, the way, so funnily enough, the way I actually got my job, I actually have Anne to thank for the job that I'm doing now because um, years ago, I probably would have been about nine, 19, 20, 19, I think I was 19. Um, Anne sent round an email to um, all the journalism students saying the BBC, uh, BBC Audio want to work with journalism students. Do any of you like want to get involved? And stupidly, no one on the course replied because people at uni don't reply to their emails. So I saw this email and I was like, oh my God, yeah. And then I think like literally like one or two other people from my course joined. And when I was going to those sessions at the BBC and working, like just doing bits here and there, like coming up with ideas, coming up um, um, with ideas with them, um, I met these two women who are literally incredible and turned out to be my managers now. And um, over the last, what, I don't know, four, four years or so, um, we've they've kept in contact with me so like every now and again we would text or we would go for coffees and stuff like that like um and then last summer I got headhunted for this job and it was through a woman who I met through Anne all those years ago and it was just because she obviously saw she saw something in me you know and she was like I want to work with this, this woman so um yeah like that I have so many stories like that, but that's just one example of when I've had like an experience where, you know, keeping a contact has really benefited me. And uh, I think this is my final tip. Believing in your source, I think is the most, and what you bring to the table. Like I've had so many, like, I don't know, opportunities where like, I haven't been able to get them. You know, I've interviewed for a job and I haven't got it or something's fallen through or whatever, like things like that happen. But I, I mean, this is probably my God complex coming in, but <laughs> I'm always like, it's their loss. Like you, you should be able to, you, sh you should know what you bring to the table without worrying about, you know, oh my God, what if I look this way? Or what about people like being this of me, etc. Just understand that like, if you've been accepted for a job, then you've been accepted for a reason. It's because you're good. I think that was my final tip. Yes, okay, so we've come to the end of the lecture. Um, so um, so these are just some resources. Obviously, I'm not gonna read through them, um, but yeah, I'm hoping that you guys will get these. Um, and this, yeah, Anne's nodding. The lecture slides will be handed to you. Um, so these are just uh, some free resources that hopefully you guys can take away. Sign up, do whatever you want, send emails and everything. Um, and yeah, thank you. And I'm so sorry about the technical difficulties. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> but thank you to all the people who stayed and the people who dropped out, I can see you. <laughs> oh, Rema, that was lovely. And thank you so, so much for that. Very inspiring. And it, maybe I might be using some of those resources as well. <laughs> so now it's time for the question and answer. The session has been recorded and the lectures links will go up later at the end of the session. But there's been a few people in the chat. Just bear with me because I've got a few questions so let's start with the first one which is like the most like one of the most liked ones 
who in journalism inspires you, Rema? So who inspires you? Myself. I'm doing. <laughs> um, oh, that's a really hard question. Who inspires me? Um, Has there been anybody you've worked with or even just somebody you've seen from afar and thought, you know what, I'm coming for you. That's going to be my job next. Um, do you know what? No, let me. I've actually got a little. Um, I've actually got a little list. Let me find it. If, um, you've, got a, you've got a list of people who inspire you. I think that's another good tip for people who are wanting to get into this industry is yeah. to actually make sure you keep a list of people who would follow their careers as well. Yeah. And see what they're doing. Um, while you're looking for that, I'll just say the eyeliner wasn't that bad. <laughs> And thank you so much for bigging me up as well, because that's, you know, that's what we're here to do is help students achieve their dreams. So who inspires um, you? So I've got, um, I've got, I've got quite a few people, but I would say I'm going to go with uh, Julie Adenuga. So she, um, so she's, um, I would say she's a journalist. She's a presenter. She's worked with like beats and stuff like that and has had her own little shows that she's done where she's brought on people and interviewed them and she's currently got her own music show so I would say her yeah I really like her and I like the work that she's doing I follow her on Instagram and um oh my gosh she also hosted Catfish UK and if you haven't watched that you should I watched the whole series in a day it was so good oh yeah <laughs> I, my guilty pleasure guilty pleasure okay another question um how do you keep up in the midst of all this pressure and confusion how do you kind of keep it all calm and get on with doing your job because it is quite a high pressure job and it's quite fast moving the news moves all the time so how do you kind of cope have you got any little secret tips um, how do i cope do i cope no i'm joking um do you know what i'd say i cope pretty damn well um i would say well i know i mentioned this earlier but i would say i try my best not to compare myself to other people because I feel like that's what kind of gets you bogged down and that's what gets you stressed out because you're constantly, you're constantly like, yeah, I use, <clears throat> I use social media, but like, if I see someone doing something rather than being like, oh, I'm like, oh, yay, like, this is amazing. Like, I want to do this too. Like, how do they do this kind of thing rather than constantly comparing myself? Um, I would also say rest is so important. I take naps all the time. You know the sofa behind me? I was napping there yesterday. Like, I take naps all the time um only quick ones you know just 30 minutes here and there power nap sleep like i feel like can we please glamorize sleeping like because i feel like yes it's important to work hard but resting is just as important if not more important get your eight hours like every night drink your water um and i feel like that kind of helps me to i guess that sets me up for the day um and helps me to kind of I don't know, because I feel like if you if you go to sleep late and wake up late, then you're instantly when you wake up, you're instantly stressed because you haven't slept well. So I feel like let, resting for me is so important. Um, and yeah, mental yeah. is really important. And a therapist, if you can afford one. Oh. <laughs> Oh, there were times when I was a journalist and felt like that as well, because it can be quite high pressure, but it is such a very fun rewarding job so another question we've got from the chat is sorry i've got a bigger screen over here so i keep looking yeah. away um how do you find new inspiration for your work um i do a lot of like painting so i think for me one of the most important things is making sure that you do something that you love that you don't get paid for 
because I feel like nowadays if you're good at something it's so easy to capitalize on it and be like oh my god I like painting or I like drawing or I like I don't know cooking I should get paid for this um and if that's what you want to do obviously that's fine but I think it's also important to have things that you like doing that is nothing to do with capitalism because I think that's really easy to do um so with me I, that's how I find inspiration I go to a lot of galleries um listen to a lot of music I know it sounds quite generic but that really does open my mind a lot um and I do a lot of like collaging and things like that um because I think it's also important to do things that are away from your screen that's how I find inspiration a lot of the time yes I'll go I'll, yes I'll go on insta and see something that will inspire me of course but I find that most of the inspiration happens when I'm not really looking for it like if I'm just like in a gallery and I'm kind of like walking around and I'll spot something and be like oh my god like you know and then I'll do like little sketches and things like that um so yeah I would say I would say that's probably why I find it okay another question one of the one of the most popular ones is being a journalist how many hours do you work roughly in a week when I feel like rest I'm not joking guys like I do not play with my sleep a week okay so I work well 37.5 hours is my full-time working hours and then if like like for example yes I work full-time but then like obviously I'm, I'm doing this lecture so I had to do a little bit of prep for it so yeah every now and again you know I'll I'll take like a few hours out here and there of my week where I'm doing extra bits because I obviously do a lot of freelancing and stuff like that so some weeks are busier than others but I think this is what I was going this is what I was saying before like glamorize resting like if you're at a job and you feel like that job is stretching you too far and you're you're what's the word like it's what well, I don't know how to describe it like it's causing you more stress than enjoyment leave like because with my last job I loved it I loved it. it was such a good job like I said I was there for quite a while but yeah I did feel very stretched at times because it was local news obviously this isn't just my experience though like anyone who's worked in local news will tell you that it's not an easy job like it is very fast-paced you've got to constantly come up with ideas whereas when I moved here it was completely different because I work on like long-form programming which means that I could be working on something I, I could be working on like three or four different things but I'm working on them for like a few months and then I move on to something else and then I move on to something else whereas in local news you're expected to come in with like two or three different ideas a day um so I think it's really about the path that you want to go down I could talk about local news for a long time but you know so I'm going to go back to the questions because we've got a lot of people putting them in. Um, do you have any tips for being confident around experienced, amazing people? And as a sort of lecturer, that is something that I do find that the students sometimes do come and ask is that, you know, how to be confident around the people who are very experienced, because sometimes they can be a bit worried about coming across a little bit too shy or a bit too. Mm. Yeah, no, I understand. Like, I think like, growing up I was I was never shy like I, I've always been like very outgoing and like chatty and stuff like that um but I think the way I look at it is like when when I would go well I still go to networking events but when I would go to networking events as someone who um wasn't a journalist I would always I'm going there like I was someone like I'd be, I'd be like yes you're doing this but I'm doing this and I'm gonna get to here like 
I remember I went to an event with my little sister a few years ago. I took her to an event in Bristol. At this point, I was working at Bristol Post. I'd only been there for a few months. And someone came up to my little sister and we like he was chatting to both of us. He kind of knew, I think, yeah, I think I kind of knew him at this point. But anyway, he's like, oh, so this is your little sister. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, oh, right, um, what do you do to my little sister? My little sister must have been, what, like 18 at the time, 19, 18. And um, she was like, oh, I'm just a marketing student. And I was like, don't say just. I think just is the one of the worst words that you can use. Like, if I hear my friends using that, I want to slap them. So I'm like, don't say just, like, because you're just diminishing who you are as a person. Like, if I hear, if I'm talk, even, even for me, like, I've only been in this industry for a few years, but like, if I'm talking to someone, I'm like, oh, what do you do? And they instantly go, oh, I'm just a designer. That instantly, I'm like, no, like, you, you know, you need to be confident in who you are, regardless of what stage you're at. Like, if you're a journalism student, Say, say you're a journalist. You ain't say you're a journalism student. Say you're a journalist already. You're interviewing people. You're putting in the work. One day you're going to work in the industry. Like, so I think that's one of the things that's so important. Don't, don't, don't make yourself small just because you think someone's more important than you because they're really not. Like, everyone's winging it. <laughs> No, that's great. So I'm just going to try and get through as few many questions as we can possibly can. The next one is. Um, Actually, I'm going to go to, have you got any tips for starting out in journalism in Bristol? Uh, let me think. Okay, wait, I'm just trying to think of like when I first finished uni. What, um, that's hard. Um, oh, no, actually, no, that's not hard. Networking. Networking. And I know that sounds like it can be really scary. If you're scared to go on your own, drag your friend. Bring your friend, bring your shy friend and be like, wait, we need to go to this event and it's fine. Um, yeah, I think networking is one of like, there's actually a, a, another Inspire Me um, lecture series, uh, episode, episode lecture um, about networking, I'm pretty sure. Um, and yeah, you should, I'm not sure if it's already happened. But anyway, yeah, that I think networking is so important and that's how I've gotten so many opportunities. Um, you know, give out your email. If you can afford to make little cards, then like make little cards. There's lots of places that do like free trials. You can make cards and give them out when you go to networking events. Um, and that's how I started. Like I started going network to networking events before I was even a full time journalist. Like I would I'd only graduated like a few months and then I would go and be like, oh, I'm Rema and this is what I do. And like I've done a few bits here and there, but like this is what I really want to do. And people will see your passion like. If this is really what you want to do, they will see that and they'll want to work with you. No, it's really, really good to hear that people still make cards and people still take cards at networking events because you think in this digital age that's changed really quite a lot. So I think you've kind of covered how you meet the right people and how you network. I think we're going to sort of start to wrap up and end. So I'm going to ask one yeah. final question, which is kind of like a nice question, which I'd like you to relax, think about reminiscing here, because it says that as a journalist, you find that you travel a lot. Um, whether it's it's around the UK or to different countries, did you travel a lot as a journalist, or was it all mainly based in Bristol? And have you got like you know maybe a little little bit of about Sorrento and Capri might be a nice way to end? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. So like, yeah, I definitely, um, especially before the pandemic, um, you would kind of uh, move around a lot. Um, internationally, Italy was the only place um, I went to. Um, I did put my um, name in the hat for a ski trip, but I didn't win it. 
someone else wanted. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You do, you do like, you do move around a lot. Um, and that doesn't mean like, that doesn't necessarily mean as in like you know you have to like move your whole life. But I just mean like you'll be in a hotel and stuff like that. You know, it's very glamorous. I mean, it is glamorous. Sometimes it can be tiring, but it's a lot of fun because you. There's a lot. There's so many things that I've gotten to do and I'm still doing that I never like. Doing this job is like one of the most unique jobs in the world because there's so many things you get to do as a journalist and there's so many people you get to speak to that like just weird and there's so many weird things that I've, I have to try on a wedding dress I have to do a photo shoot in a wedding dress I don't even like what I'm not even getting married um and it, yeah you just get to do lots of weird things um and um yeah I went to I went to Italy I went to uh, Sorrento I went to like the Amalfi Coast uh Pompeii and like a few other places so we were there for eight days and it was just amazing so you got to go on like a lot of excursions. Sometimes I'd have to be up at like six o'clock in the morning, but it was worth it because it wasn't every day. You'd have like two days on and then a day off and then two days on and a day off. So you had time to just relax as well. Um, but yeah, that was like, that was an amazing experience. I would never stop talking about it. <laughs> oh, no, that sounds absolutely lovely. So I think I'm going to wrap this up now. I'm going to say thank you so much, Rema, for sharing all your reminiscings. Some of the things that I've written down that I, I'm taking away to remind me of where I am is find your own way. Be proud of your own source as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so I think that's a really nice way to wrap. Oh, and of course, make sure you all check out LinkedIn because yeah. I think networking is so, so important. So I think we've got the next Inspire Me lecture series is on Thursday with Jasmine Thompson. Oh, in the chat, we've put up Lemma's, Rema's Twitter and a recording of this talk will be available in around a week's time on the Inspire Me homepage. So hopefully, you know, Rema and I, hopefully a bit, but more Rema, have managed to by you'd like to say thank you for ev to everybody for joining us for this talk and um you know good luck with all your careers and good luck with all your studies you know and let's hopefully Rema will meet some of you go up to her and say hi Rema I saw you do your inspire me talk I'm coming to network with you just like you told me go up to her and say that at one of the talks I'm sure you won't mind Rema that's great thank you all very much bye for more information about the Inspire Me Lectures series, including other podcasts from the series, visit ue.ac.uk slash study slash block hyphen zero slash inspire hyphen me.